Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Life is full of awesome what-ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at UH1.com. Hello everybody and welcome to the Triple Jump podcast. My name is Ben. And my name is Peter. This is a video game podcast, Peter, where we talk about video game things and we only talk about the athletic competition Triple Jump when we feel like we have to make the distinction that this is not about the athletics competition of Triple Jump. Well, one day we will have to talk about the athletics competition Triple Jump in in the context of an Olympic, an official Olympics video game. Yes, uh, we should find some fun, some fun way to tie that in. Yeah. When is our next Olympics? There was 2012, presumably 16 next year. 20. Olympics next 2020. year. So we'll have to think up something. If you have any suggestions for what we could do to make our name tie in, apart from obviously play the Olympic tie in, you think we should? Yeah. I think it's a bit too late, isn't it? Surely, probably. The, yeah. Surely the qualifiers for for national teams of or you know have already already happened. Well, but. maybe not for triple jump though, because it's just such a such a nothing sport. Isn't it? <laughs> Why not just long jump? Oh my jump? god! Why not just long jump? Just wait until triple jumpers come <laughs> in here and just completely wreck our shears. Right. They'll jump all over. You won't be able to catch them. High jump or long jump? What is a trip? It's just like, oh, I'll just take three big steps before I do my long jump. That's pretty much a long... It's pretty much a long jump. Yeah. They're still incredible athletes. Yeah, I know they are. Yeah. They They're could, way better than us. Could kill me with one ankle, I'm it's sure. One one single jump. They don't even need yeah. three. <laughs> this is a show where we take uh, some questions from you. And we've also got a few sections. We've got the what we play in section where mm. we talk about what... We playing, yeah, and uh, weird news where we bring some weird news, and finally, we've got the big discussion at the top of the show, which mm-hmm. I suppose actually is technically the bottom of the show because the top of the show is now the bottom yeah, of why the show. Is that? I don't understand why that's a but nobody ever says the bottom of the show, no. sort of the main event, the finale. We've got a big discussion the to talk of about. The show. Peak, yeah. peak or Austin, mm. he'll be there, yeah. I think. You're not going anywhere in the next hour, are you? Uh, probably not. No, okay, right. No. I might need a wee, but I'm not sure yet. Okay. I did debate going to the toilet. Yeah, so did I, but we spent so we long setting up. We just like, sat down and we're no doing time. it. We had to put these two fellas out on the desk if you're watching the video. That's a lot. Yeah. I can't find my mug anywhere. No. <laughs> it's just gone. That's so true. I'm drinking out my water bottle now. You can get one at triplejud.mup forward slash shop. I could, but it's sort of like I had one. Yeah. You know, I'd already given my money to this to these ungrateful idiots on the internet. I felt mm-hmm. like I don't need to do it again. But maybe I should. I'm not sure. Let's start off start off with start the, off let's with start the off with the question. I know how this man's name is pronounced, okay. but do you? Uh is it I mean it's Lloyd. Yeah, Lloyd. Two L's. Hmm. Um I'm not sure I want to attempt that surname. Yeah. When uh when I was streaming Bloodborne the other day. He did a donation and he explained how his name was pronounced. And I think there were a few people in the chat that said when Peter tried to pronounce this the other day, he nearly did a slur. Uh, so this might be why. I don't why. even remember trying to pronounce that the other day. You're always you're always falling into pits, aren't you? Yeah. You're forever pit falling. Lloyd, Lloyd Narja. 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 Okay. This is from Lloyd Narja. Lloyd Narja actually has well, double just... billing this episode. Oh, he asked really? two questions that oh, I yeah. thought, let's put them in here. Well, just wait until you get to my weird news because it's slur related. So, um, Oh, good. Yeah. Okay. Lloyd Narja. No, no, I've already Careful. said it wrong. I've yeah. already said it wrong. Go on. What does he say, Peter? Uh, with Spyro and Crash proving there is still legs in the platformer market, what are some underrated platformers that you think people should check out? I feel like this is very much a Peter Austin question. It's, it's a fairly. I mean, I've written four answers down mm. that I could uh, that I could do. As people probably know very well, I'm more of a, a retro boy. Game. I mean, you know, it's a, it's a 
the word retro kind of it's implies. It's 20 years it's, old. Yes. Retro was, was the 80s in the 2000s. Yeah. So I think it's fair okay. to call it retro. Yeah, it's become retro now. But PS1 and also PS2 I'm a big fan of. I don't think there even are that many platformers as you sort of picture it as a concept mm. in like PS3 onwards. There's, well, that's why I've, I've only got two down. Right. Neither of which I've played. but two, two that I'm mean, not Knack, although <laughs> Knack is an action platformer. I've got a hat in time, which came out, I think, oh, last yeah. year. And ukulele, which you have played and reviewed. Yeah, I wasn't um, a fan of ukulele. Well, I don't think many people were. That's the thing. That's why there aren't many great platformers around anymore. But those are the only two significant ones that I could think of recently. Right. Um, I mean, going going back to some of the less well-known ones from the Spyro and Crash era, big fan of uh, Pac-Man World. Mm. Where you play as a 3D Pac-Man in a in a 3D environment. Okay. And there's just a bunch of themed levels. There's like a pirate beach one and a, a spooky one. There's a really cool kind of clown fun house, whole lot of fun, prizes to be won kind of kind of place. It's a real crazy show. Show. Where, That's the words. Where uh, Pat Sharp has a mullet. And has bug- a mullet. A, a mullet <laughs> light. A mullet corner, yes. <laughs> um <laughs> Yeah. Bugs Bunny Lost in Time. A yeah. lot of people played uh, Taz, Bugs and Taz Time Busters or whatever it was called. Right. But never I, heard of that. I never played it. It's on PS1. Uh, you just play as Bugs Bunny, who's lost in time, and he goes around. I remember playing that. Yeah? I played that at my friend Sam's house, and I've also seen your wonderful video about oh, it. Oh, yeah, you thank made. you. Yeah, Peter. Peter made a load of videos yeah. before he started doing it full-time as his job and lost all <laughs> creative in, <laughs> interest outside of working hours. Yeah, not interest, but just just ability. A bit like yeah, not getting burnt out on it. Yeah. I also super obscure game, one that I have also reviewed actually. His Haven Call of the King as a PS2 game that was made by Traveller's Tales, I think. Who you know they've done some good stuff. Yeah, Traveller's um, Tales better known for Lego, right? The yeah, Lego games. Yeah, exactly. More recently, I mean, there's a load of platformers, sort of. But if it, you're interested. Yeah, in those. definitely. Yeah, they're they're all pretty good. Um, but Haven Call of the King kind of faded into obscurity. I don't know why. It was like one of those games where there's so many different kind of gameplay styles. Like sometimes you're driving and sailing and flying, but it all actually holds up. Like you know, sometimes when you have that, they've because you only glide for about thirty seconds in the entire game. Mm-hmm. It's like really badly done but right. it, was, it was pretty good apart from the fact that i later realized that it was all just a big like sort of christian sort of analogy oh no yeah was it a bit like uh narnia yeah banania it was a bit like the Where chronicles it's all just of a big old christian allegory and you feel like you sort of had had the wool pulled over your eyes yeah to an extent yeah no definitely like that um it was meant to be like the first of a trilogy it ends on this like enormous cliffhanger where basically the villain wins and oh. then they never brought out the, <laughs> the sequels so oh i don't know what that says about christianity that the villain won and 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 they're not bringing out any more it's because but... they only they, they knocked out the park with one book didn't they yeah the bible don't yeah. need a sequel no it's perfect yeah where's the bible 2 and bible 3 that's what i want to know um also sly cooper very pretty game yeah yeah those games sly are great they, they did release another one on ps3 sly cooper yeah like and i think it had the teaser at the end for something else as well ratchet and clank obviously i suppose mm-hmm. platformer wise that's quite a broad broad spectrum yeah. really if you want to allow certain things into it mm. uh speaking like typically old school sort of Spyro-esque kind of style, thing. Yeah. yeah, then then A Hat in Time and Yuka and Laylee, Yuka Laylee even, mm. sorry. The two characters in it are called Yuka, Yuka and, and Laylee. Laylee. But uh, those are those are two prominent ones recently. But mm. there's, there's not a great deal. I think it's probably very likely we're going to get an original Crash game from... Yeah. Who, whom, whom, whom uh, did it? Whom published it? by Activism, Activision, developed by Vicarious Visions. Vicarious the, Visions, there we go, yeah. Floundering for there. Because they did an original level, right, They as a DLC? Yeah, and it was actually really, like, clever how they used... It was just all these sort of pieces that you're used to, you know, all the different, like, bits that make up that future, future world. Mm. But they put them together in, like, some pretty insane ways. So I, I have a lot of faith in them if they want to start doing stuff like that. Do you think we could potentially see a Little Big Planet or a Super Mario Maker style crash oh game? Oh my god! Imagine where you could modularly create levels and share them and god, stuff. That's I know that would an sort interesting of idea. But... Nintendo can sort of just do that because if it has Mario on it, apparently millions of people will buy yeah. it for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. I'm not a huge Mario fan, but and Little Big Planet obviously was just its own thing. It wasn't like you've you've enjoyed playing little big planet now make your own little big planet and it's more diverse and you know there's more to it than just 
Mario Maker style. That's, Mario Maker blocks. is very module, yeah, right. modular. Sorry, but yeah. uh, Little Big Planet, you can really go to town on those games. But. You can, and also if Activision did this, they would potentially, unlike those other two games, they're they're in the unique position where they would almost be depriving themselves of. People would still buy a proper sequel, mm. but if they released one where people could make their own. That, that could <laughs> that could potentially damage future sales. Yeah, maybe. Of, you know, because people could just play those endlessly, mm. uh, albeit without voice acting and story and stuff. So you know, I I think yeah. it's something they could look into mm. probably. Yeah, I mean, it's I think like maybe half the reason, other than just general nostalgia, that I'm so into my late '90s, early '90s games is actually that genre specifically. Mm. So you know, that was a very there are, there are relatively speaking a lot of those games back then, and I'm a big fan of the 3D slightly colorful cartoony platformer so um if if these keep want to keep up with this revival i'm all for it maybe with something original now not just a, a remaster yeah. yeah i mean it's a guaranteed money maker a remaster or a remake sorry mm, it's a, a remake. guaranteed yeah, you're right. guaranteed money maker but it's also a way of testing the waters as well just to see if people are interested and i think it's they've more than proven that these series have legs yeah. still in them as long as they don't take them in weird directions like Vivendi Games did on yes. PS2 mm. with both Crash and Spyro. Yeah, thanks, boys. <sighs> they really did a, a, a top-notch job there, didn't they? Activision's sort of... They don't don't get as much uh, flack for it now because they've brought us good stuff. But let's not forget that they're also responsible for Skylanders, right? They are very much responsible for Skylanders. And so are Toys for Bob as well, who then went on to do the remake of Spyro, which was really good. So people can change. Mm. Well, companies can't. You know, they're they're not. They don't have a conscience. It's a a collective of people put together to make money. Mm -hmm. So never trust them. Never ever. We got a section coming up, Peter. Yeah. And that section is coming up now. Right. This is called What We, we Play In play. with an apostrophe and no G. Play in and apostrophe. this is and this is a section where we we're all about how we sit down and play our games. Chilling out. Maxing, maxing. relaxing when we it's time it's time for what we yeah. play in. Peter. Yeah. Uh video games. Hmm. They're all right, aren't they? They are pretty, pretty good. I like to play them sometimes. Do you? Yeah. I don't. I, I blood. I can't stand the things. Oh, bloody hate them. Oh well, that's awkward. What I have only you said that I like them to, just to impress you? To impress me? Yeah. That don't impress a me much. Oh, all right. Uh, uh, oh, oh, oh. So you think you're a G G spotter? So you think you're a G spot? G spotter. That don't impress a me much. No. Peter, what have you been playing over the last week? Uh, well, I've I've been scratching my old uh, my. 2000s video games itch mm. uh, this week. I was about to... Uh, I, I was going to play um, Battlefront on stream. Yes. Um, that all went P- Peter Tong. Hello. <laughs> I've changed my surname to Tong. Um, but... You don't have the best of luck with your streams sometimes, Well, it's not the best the of luck. It's just me, like, being <laughs> stupid and forgetting that modern consoles require a game to be installed. Quite modern That's solutions. the issue, is that I've been playing a PS2 game where I just went home and put the disc in and it played, and I just expected yeah. to do that on... Monday. No, you need at least a five-hour run. Yeah. That's why we got this st- at the time of recording. That's why we spent the entire morning downstairs mm. setting up TVs and making sure patches were downloaded because, yeah. hey, it's easy, easier than ever to play games. Yeah, welcome <laughs> to the 21st century wh- where you can play games eventually. Eventually. Sorry, carry on. Um, I've been playing um, Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance 1 and 2. Are you familiar? Mm. I have heard of them, mm-hmm. and I know Boulder because he is in the God of War. Well, he is, but it, that's not that's. Com- I think it's completely unrelated. I am aware that. I mean, is he not a Norse god? So Boulder is a Norse god, right? But Boulder's Gate is a city in like a D and D Forgotten Realms ah, world, and I'm guessing it's meant to be a completely different Boulder. Oh, of of course, yeah. I'm not suggesting it's a shared universe. I just mean I'm familiar with the name Boulder. Oh, I see. And the concept of him as a Norse Norse man. Right. I well, I Norse thought you man. were saying not that it's a shared universe, as in literally it's the same. Yeah. God when of does War Kratos universe. show up? In no, I Boulder's didn't, Gate. didn't think you were saying that, but I'm also saying I don't think it's meant to be the Norse god. Right. It's just called Boulder. Yeah. It's just the same name. Um, Boulder's Gate is a PC, like, sort of top-down uh, Diablo-ish kind of game. Mm-hmm. Um, but Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance 1 and 2 were on PS2 and Xbox. And they are they are top-down, sort of uh, third-person, mm-hmm. but um, they're less kind of... Uh, they feel less like a strategy game where you're sort of going, click, move there, click, attack him. You just right. have, like, complete free control like you would in, in any third-person 
video game. So you're just running around with your analog stick and swinging your sword. Um, it's very hack and slashy. Mm-hmm. It's very grindy. But uh, it's got a lovely soundtrack by Jeremy Sewell, who does mm-hmm. Elder Scrolls yep. and other things. Uh, Harry Potter games he did as well. Did he? Yeah, he did. And also, it's Pro- Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance 1 might be the game that graphically, r- like sort of adjusting for the time of release, blew me away more than any other video game. Really? Because there's this bit where in like the first level, you go down into the, the, the sewer underneath this pub and there's a pool in the middle of this sewer and you jump into the water and the way that the ripples move is is just insane because <laughs> they're dynamic and they react to so they'll 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 come out of you depending on which direction you're moving in and you'll leave right. a wake and then they'll flow to the end of the pool and then they'll sort of lap against the side of That's the impressive. of the pool is it completely top down or is it's, it no it's not like yeah it's like uh it's kind of isometric but well no that implies that it's on like angles right but yeah it's 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 sort of up in the air, but but third person. I just wonder how they how they got away with that, like how they how they did that, because it might be if it was from a certain angle, it might be using clever techniques. Possibly, but Is you that... can rotate the camera, like can you? Totally, like three sixty. Yeah, interesting. Um, well, that is cool. And it it was just really amazing stuff for the time. I'm talking about, you know, I mean, this is like. I don't know, a couple of years into the PS2, but just the way that it moves, it's not. It was the fir- basically the first time I'd seen kind of very dynamic-looking ripples um, compared to you know just a moving texture of water on you know in in, in all the other games that I played before. Then it was just water dot PNG, just sort right. of moving around on top of a on top of a the surface. But yeah. Uh, yeah, it was it's it's a visually still a very impressive game, I think, and um, there's there's a lot to it, and it's uh, it's super fun. But um, yeah. Nice. Yeah, I would recommend. Yeah, if anyone wants to play something old, something new, some nice. borrow some blue. <laughs> oh God, your go. You and your Doctor Whom. Hume. It's not Doctor. That's that's a wedding. Oh no, thing. that's that is a wedding thing. But it was a, they, they did they do did a Doctor Who thing, a lot yeah. in Doctor Who, didn't they? They did it. They did it once at a wedding. That was, I think, maybe the last time I watched it. Which oh, is why, as soon as I heard that, I was like, "Well, that's a that's a Doctor Who thing." It's a Doctor Who thing, I think. I don't, I don't know. I don't really know. Yeah. Uh, speaking of like being amazed and blown away by water mm. in games yeah i remember just how much of a loser i am uh when i got the playstation 3 at launch mm-hmm. and i had resistance fall of man as yeah. one of the launch games i remember being blown away that i could shoot different parts of the window pane and it would splinter and fall off right dynamically depending on how you shot it i was like this is this is unbelievable mm-hmm. Mum, look at this. Yeah, mum, look. At look, how this, this is, window breaks. This is the thing that I spent all my money on. Yeah. Look at it. It's amazing. I could just, like, shoot a window in real life, mum, if you'd prefer, but it's up to you. But this is what I want to do as a job. Yeah. So you've got to be encouraging and smile and be interested or at least pretend to be. Ben, what are you playing? I've played Mordelands. More Borderlands. Oh, yeah. Game of the Year edition. I got the Platinum Trophy last night mm-hmm. at the time of recording. Uh, played through most of the DLCs now. Just started the last one, okay. uh, the fourth, the fourth one. Yeah. I didn't play it in order because I'm an idiot. Right. Uh, in in order of the DLCs released. So the last DLC I played had like adapted versions of bosses from this DLC that I'm playing now. Oh, I see. Which obviously would have had a lot more. I've played them before, but it would have had a lot more impact if I'd played it logically. Mm-hmm. Um, it's great. I like that game yeah. a lot, and it's uh, it's it's hella fun, and I'm still enjoying it, and and I don't I don't want it to end. Oh. I don't, but well, equally, I don't want to play it again, like <laughs> immediately start playing it again. But yeah, it's just phenomenal game. Really enjoying it. I'm trying to think if there's something else I've played, but I honestly don't think there is because I was going to play a little bit of World War Z mm. over the weekend, just gone yeah. last weekend. Uh, but I, I didn't have the time to do it. But, again, at the time of recording, we haven't done it yet. But by the time this releases, we will have done. Yeah. We're going to stream some World War Z mm. and give it, a, give it a proper go. That's sort of like a Left 4 Dead style game based on the movie and book license of the same name. Yeah, with the mountains of zombies. And uh, we'll do a quipscope on it afterwards as well, right? Yes. We should have another video out very soon talking about how we found it properly. So mm. you can go and check that out if you want our thoughts. But no doubt we'll talk about it. On the podcast next week as well. Yeah. If we have the time. Mm-hmm. 
That's it. That's what I, that's what I play in. Well, you're continuing to enjoy something. Yeah, that's, that's nice, that's isn't fine. it? Yeah, it's good to have that in your life. Yeah, it is. Uh, ben, we've got a question here mm-hmm. from uh, Rexy Adar, I mm. think. Um, possibly Adar. Yeah, but who who's to say? Adair. A, a, mm. uh, would you like to read it? Short turn. Oh, yeah, it is, isn't it? Mm. Okay, yeah, we're just introducing each other to the question, yeah. aren't we? That's strange. What are your feelings about pre-ordering? With how unstable and glitchy new games often are on release, do you think it's better to just wait to get the game later, or do you think pre-ordering s- still is an okay idea? I pre-ordered Mass Effect Andromeda, and that mm. absolute mess of a game turned me off pre-ordering forever. Oh, we've spoken about this briefly in the mm. past. Um I don't think pre-ordering is a good idea. Um, I think consistently the bigger publishers are finding more and more ways to insidiously monetize pre-ordering, especially with Anthem and its multi-tiered launch. Uh, You find every Ubisoft game has at least three tiers. Mm -hmm. You know, there's always a gold edition of FIFA, for example, as well. Yeah, you do it as well. Yeah, so you can, you know, and it's all digital content. And it's always such a risk. Because not only are you buying into something, you have no idea if it's any good, Mm. but it's also an immense amount of trust and you're going to spend way more than you would if you... You could wait until it comes out. That's the thing, though. With this hobby, there's so much to be said for being at the front of the queue. Oh, yeah. And riding that wave and enjoying the zeitgeist with everybody else. Mm. But by the same token, if you're you're happy and you know it, clap your hands... Mm. If you don't think that the game's going to be any good, or if you're concerned at all, there is no harm from holding off just a day yeah. and then spending the same amount of money you would have done if you were going to pre-order it anyway to then get it practically immediately if you want to get it digitally, if you were going to do that anyway. But time for a day one patch or, you know... Exactly. Or uh, even wait a week, if it, yeah. depending on how... If it's something that you're not absolutely desperate for, you probably should wait a, a week or two and just let them do those those first few bugs that are inevitably going to happen. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's that's the most infuriating thing. And to to an extent, I can understand like with the scale of games nowadays, there's just so much going on that I guess just QA testing things is a lot harder than it used to be when things were much simpler and mm. the games were, were much more bare bones. But at the same time, I kind of find it so frustrating nowadays that. All the big publishers are releasing things that are, in some form or other, gonna be buggy. There yeah. is, it's when when a game is released and there's not the, uh, there's not like a, a day one patch that's like you know gigs upon gigs upon gigs with just pages of patch notes. That's actually sort of applauded, and people are mm. like, "Well done." Oh wow! For acknowledging the you, issue that you created. Well, like, but, but but when when that doesn't happen, people are like, oh, that's that's amazing that like you didn't have to do a big bug fix <laughs> in week one because it's so yeah. rare. Fallout seventy six is the mm. is the standout for me. The fact that there was a patch the size of the actual game. Yeah. Day one. Mm-hmm. It's unbelievable. It is unbelievable. But at the same time, I'm as guilty as probably a lot of people are of you know kind of just feeding that beast in in mm. in so much as i got the elite trooper star wars edition purely to get it early, battlefront really. 2 yeah yeah the battlefront 2 thing mm. i don't think it was i don't think i was interested in like getting you know like a, a kylo ren costume i think um i can't remember what the other rewards were but I, th- I think as much as anything, I, I just wanted a sense it. of pride and accomplishment. Yeah, absolutely, yeah, really, really proud that I got in on on that hype week when that game came out. <laughs> um, and uh, the other thing that I that didn't really affect me, um, but I got Spyro three day one. Uh, Sp- well, Sp- sorry, Spyro reignited day one, and mm. Spyro three particularly was was very buggy. Right now, I played through that game slowly because I wanted to savor it, and by the time I got round to Spyro three. Um, I mean, I don't think there'd actually been uh, an update, but I just didn't. I didn't seem to hit many of the big issues. But people were like 100%ing a level and then leaving, and then it, they were on 99%, and they'd go back into the level and there was oh, nothing no. to collect and stuff like that. So they just couldn't finish the game, and you know, people were getting extra gems that was like really throwing the game off and confusing it. But um, fortunately, I didn't really get hit by anything. But you know, that's the other the other thing is that. If you are the kind of person 
uh, who is going to get something on day one because it's something that you absolutely adore. Like, mm. for example, if they brought out another Dark Souls, you yeah. would be tempted, I'm sure, to get it immediately. Mm-hmm. Those are the people who really, really, really want to play and enjoy this game. and But uh, they're also the people who are going to suffer the most because they're playing it so soon into its release that they're going to be yeah. hit with all the bugs. Whereas the people who are like, yeah, I'll play that Dark Souls 10 at some point. Yeah, it look, looks mm-hmm. good. And then, you know, two weeks in, they'll they'll get it, play it, and be like, yeah, that was good. Meanwhile, you're just crying because you're like, oh, my God, I got two levels in, and then my my character was deleted, and I had to start yeah. again, you know? Well, that's the thing. Like, it's... It's a gamble to pre-order. It's always going to be a gamble. And issues like that, they're not always going to be patched immediately. No. But equally, there's there's a very good chance that issues that bad aren't going to happen. Like, I didn't bump into any issues with Spyro myself right. either. And I got it pretty much day one as mm. well. Um, the last... I haven't pre-ordered a game for a while just because of the fortunate situation we're yeah, in in the industry too. that we work in. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I have pre-ordered, as I said before, Borderlands 3. So I'd, I wouldn't say just don't pre-order because if there's something that you really enjoy mm-hmm. and that you're really passionate about, screw it. Like, if you want to spend your money on that, then do it. But you, you people have to be and are aware of the risks. Mm. I don't think pre-ordering should just be unavailable because that wouldn't work. It's, no. That's not going to happen. But just be sensible. And if it's something that you really want, then spend your money how you want. Well, yeah, because like, I'd like to think that a game wouldn't be released if the majority of people playing it and testing it or in, in the beta were having problems. So if, if there is a game that you love and you pre-order it, chances are you'll probably be okay even if there mm. are some bugs out there. You know, it's it's always... You hear about them because they get posted on Reddit and shared around, but really it's like one in a thousand or one in yeah you know however many because very unlikely a game breaking bug is going to make it through yeah not exactly. not anymore anyway yeah. it's unlikely yeah peter mm. it smells weird in here it smells really strange super yeah. weird uh is it time is it time for the to stack our papes for the weird news weird it's ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss quality sleep is essential that's why the sleep number smart bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature sleep number smart beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together jd power ranks sleep number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in store and now save 50 percent on the sleep number limited edition smart bed for a limited time for jd power 2023 award information visit jdpower.com awards only at a sleep number store or sleepnumber.com weird news peter mm. weird news time we've both brought a weird news story along to talk to each other about about I've uh, I've got one for you. Mm-hmm. Let yeah. me just get it for you right now off the, the, On the weird off, news machine off the machine the, the news machine. Okay. Uh, so I think we've both got a, a, a Super Smash Bros story, right? Uh, this week. Yes, I have. So have I. Yeah, but it is different. They're both from Kotaku, right? I believe so. I think mine is. <clears throat> Spectator throws dead crab at Super Smash Bros. tournament winner. I'm sorry? Spectator throws dead crab no, at Super you. Smash Bros. tournament winner. Right. I missed this Spectator one. throws dead crab, dead crab at Super Smash Bros. tournament winner. Ooh, stinky. Sorry for losing my temper. Top Super Smash Bros. melee pro Juan Hungrybox Debbie 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 Edma Debbie Edma 
maybe, wrote on Twitter after the weekend's Pound 2019 tournament in Maryland. Maryland? Maryland. Maryland. He had just fought his way out of the loser's bracket and ultimately took it all in the grand finals. He had every reason to be happy, except in the crustacean department. Someone threw a, a bleeping raw crab at me, he tweeted. Barely missed my head. Raw? What the bleep, man? A video recorded by a fan shows him reaching to shake the hand of his opponent, Joseph Mango Marquez, and then suddenly turning around towards the and then suddenly turning around toward the ground. With a big thunk, a dead crab had landed there. He picks it up and facing the crowd furiously demands, Who threw this at me? <laughs> this is some weird news. Why a crab? I don't know. It's so strange. So it turns out the the guy, Hungry Box, now we've we've voiced our Lack of interest in in G sports, mm. G spots before. Yeah, but we don't really get it. It's not for us. But he's not, he's not incredible. He's quite divisive. He's not well liked. He's not hugely well liked because he's a Super Smash Bros. melee player, and he is the top player in the world by all accounts. And it's well known that he is allergic to crab. He's allergic to <laughs> crab. But the reason he's not liked is because he uses Jigglypuff. Right. As his character. Okay. And Jigglypuff has some... I'm not going to read the whole thing, but but Jigglypuff has some sort of evasive maneuvers that could be considered incredibly cheap. I saw a video recently where someone playing as Jigglypuff was like really screwing with his opponent. I don't know if it was if one of them was these guys. It, might, guy. it might well be. And uh, his opponent just stood up and walked off. Yes, I've seen that as well. Yeah. It, it might have been this person, but... Right. Uh, she also has a move called Rest that puts other characters in stasis, a mechanic that has tilted more melee players than any other. All of it combines to make Jigglypuff pretty unpopular. Okay. Some would even say a cheesy character. Um, so, yeah, that's he's not... He's a, he's a pretty divisive fellow in the world of G-Spots. Right. Uh, but someone threw a crab at him because... I don't know why, but apparently that person was thrown out. Okay. After they threw a crab like a at crab. him. Like a crab. Just thrown. Just thrown back into the sea. Right. Where they came from. Well, That's my weird news. And he was angry, was he? He wasn't happy, but no he did apologise. <laughs> um, what you got? Okay, well, I've, this is from Kotaku. Yeah. Um, and uh, this this is sort of, this is a bit kind of meta, if you like. Okay. If you, I mean, some people don't, some people think that's a bit of a cringy word to use nowadays. Mm. Um, but, um, Super Smash, this is from Kotaku. Super Smash Bros. Ultimate... Super Smash Bros. Ultimate's Persona 5 DLC mm -hmm. appears to include a disability slur. Oh, no. Um, okay. But, as I say, this is this is weird news news. Right, so it's news about weird news. Yes, because right. the very top part of this article says, Update, 6pm UK. Okay. We have published a retraction of this article here. You should probably read that and skip this. Okay. Now, in this retraction, they say... We don't take down articles. It's on the internet. What's the point of even taking it down? Right. So the article is still available, but we have retracted these comments. Okay. So I'll read you the original article that yes, they posted. Please. Yeah. Early today, an update to Super Smash Bros. Ultimate brought the game up to version 3 and brought with it several big changes. Players can now create and share custom stages, and uh, they've added uh, protagonist Joker to yes. the game from Persona 5. Persona 5. Part of the DLC's pack edition includes a number of Persona music tracks, which can be listened to in full outside of battle. However, one of these tracks caught our attention for all the wrong reasons. Oh, no. um, basically, a bunch of... Uh, several people contacted Kotaku saying, we think there is a slur in the lyrics of this song. Right. Um, Would that not have been caught in the actual Persona 5 game? If that was also the case. I don't know if these are like sort of persona style that some like some of them are new maybe right, or okay. what. But because, um, yeah, like you would kind of think this would have come out sooner. So I, I, I think maybe it's a, like a new persona style track. Mm -hmm. um, the official lyrics of the song, curiously enough, do not include this spoken word section from the middle, okay. which is where the slur appears to take place. Right. So yeah. There was no confirmation in the official lyrics. Now, this is our transcription of what's said. I will read this. This contains a disability slur. I'm repeating it for, for, for educational purposes. Yes, for editorial journalistic purposes. O-R high. Are you ready? Ready to pick up the pieces? Let's go. Let's play. Retarded. I can say it. Are you ready? Uh-huh. 
What? And then it says you can listen to to this here. That's not good, is it? The term retarded is considered yes. a slur against people with mental disabilities. It's commonly been used as a pejorative to diminish the capabilities of those with certain mental health conditions. Yeah. And so on and so forth. They contacted Nintendo as well as the people behind the production of the song. Um, they reached out to European publisher Deep Silver for comment. And at time of posting the article, they hadn't had any responses. Um... There was one update to the end of the article that says a lot of Persona fans are insisting the lyrics are retort it or right. But, he's, but didn't he say that I can say this or something? Yeah, he says retarded. I can say this. Oh, my God. Um, and it, I've had a listen. Mm -hmm. It does actually sound exactly like retarded. Is there any way you could play that just through the microphone? Uh, yeah, OK, I will do. OK, let's give that a go. Peter's just loading it up now. Yeah, no, that's definitely. <laughs> that there's sound. no way it's not that, is <laughs> that it? That must be retarded. It's got to. That's got to be what it says. Um, so yeah, a lot of Persona fans are saying it. It's retort it or no. retardendo, a musical term. We've listened again and still don't quite hear there's it. There's not way. enough syllables <laughs> for that. No, it's not retardendo. Anyway, um, this is their update that Kotaku posted as, as a separate article. Yesterday, we published an article about an inclusion of Persona 5 song in the latest Smash Bros. Uh, DLC, mm -hmm. uh, and that it included the word retarded. We contacted Atlas and Nintendo for comment. Um, many of you suggested alternatives. Uh, Nintendo, uh, they were asked for an, an official transcription of the lyric and for an explanation as to why this section of the song is omitted from the official lyric transcription. We've now received the following reply. We've checked with Atlas, who confirmed that the actual lyrics of the song do not include the word retarded. That's that, it. That, that's it. That's all it says. Uh, so Kotaku says they have basically apologized and said that they've made a mistake. But in fairness, and they have put, frustratingly, this does not clear up our confusion over what the singer is actually saying. Right. Um, but they've been very apologetic and uh, saying, you know, you deserve better. We'll strive to do better. Oh, but Kotaku. I don't think it's their fault i think it sounds exactly like that word and nintendo haven't really offered a suitable explanation that is really weird it i is. wonder if they'll just quietly change it and, yeah and not say anything because they don't want to cause a backlash um but actively denying that it says that but not saying what it does but, all, they, all but, they would have to do is say look she's saying you know re retort it or yeah and then remove it and, and just saying, but we understand yeah. the similarities and we will we will remove it for those who, who are upset by this. Mm -hmm. uh, sorry for any, you know, offense caused. Yeah. Uh, but Jesus, Jesus. That's really bad. That's so bad. That's a really bad one. So not only was that weird news, but uh, news about weird news there. Sad news. Mm. Yeah. Sad. Thank you for your weird news, Peter. Thank you for yours. They were both very... I'm, I'm impressed with us both this week. Did pretty good, didn't yeah. we? Kotaku again, just... Oh, they're moving stuff about upstairs again. Yeah, that's all right. Well, I think someone must have told them that the podcast is being recorded. So, so the Hoovers will be out in a minute yeah. as well. And Jesus, and all the trains will Great. go past as well. Next question, Peter, is from Mancombe Seepgood. Yeah. Man, Mancombe Seep, Seepgood. Mancombe Seepgood. I think. Isn't that the protagonist from Monkey Island? Mancombe Seepgood. <laughs> Shut up, Peter. <laughs> that might be this man's genuine name. It might be. What does Mancombe say, or Mancombe? Mancombe says, uh, The Borderlands series has always been something that my brother and I would play together regardless of where we were in our lives and what we were doing. Do you have any similar experiences of games that you've bonded with siblings over or fallen out with them over? Mm. Thank you, Mancombe. And uh, apologies, given that you've given actual money to us to ask that question. Yeah, everyone knows that when they give money to us and ask a question, they're fair game. Yeah. Peter Austin's coming after your name somehow. You bet. yeah. <laughs> I'll find a way. So I never really played games with my siblings just oh. because I have uh, two younger sisters and then a much younger brother. Mm -hmm. And we're all three years apart. Um, so my sisters were never really interested in games. I managed to just about persuade my younger sister to give uh, Persona 4 a go. Oh, yeah. And she was head over heels into that, mm -hmm. but not interested in any other games. And that's single player anyway. That's single player. Yeah. yeah. My brother, I, you know, was always fascinated by games just because I played them mm -hmm. and I let him play things that I would never have been allowed to play when I was his age, which is sort of what I think everyone wants yeah. when they're perhaps the, the eldest child 
and they don't they don't have someone who can go go on you want to you want to see this yeah. game you know you can go to friends houses sometimes but if you if you have a brother who has that stuff mm-hmm. i wanted to let my <laughs> let my little brother have that experience yeah um but he's just sort of he's into he's into clothes and like girls and stuff he's mm-hmm. hit that age where he's like oh, i don't have time don't have time for don't have time for Fortnite, you know i don't have enough i'm spending all my money on on links africa exactly so. i mean i could just give him some of my gift sets because everyone's yeah. got about 12 of them from aunts who don't really know them very well they just gather dust yes exactly um so i did i never really did it with siblings but uh you know my friends who i've been playing games with for a long time mm. we have some so the the Dark Souls and the From Software games in general that have multiplayer in them, we've always played through those together. We played through all of those. Yeah. Um, Borderlands is is one that that I played through extensively with with one of my friends, and now we're playing through it again, which is lovely. Mm-hmm. And Call of Duty Four, I used to play tons of that back right. in the day, and then when that was remastered and released on Plus a couple of months ago, we just jumped back into it like nothing had changed, and it was it was brilliant. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, there, there aren't too many. I know a lot of people like to get games like The Division when they're not even that excited about it just because it's a co-op game that you can just sort of switch your brain off and chat with a friend over microphone and just like a few evenings a week just hang out and play this game together. Yeah. Um, I don't really have many games like that, but do you? Um, I've, I mean, I've got a, a, an older brother and a younger sister, both two years apart. Um, and yeah, like I would agree that as a general rule, younger sisters probably aren't particularly interested in, or certainly back then. I think that there is more of a, mm. there are more female gamers nowadays, but yeah. you know, when I was growing up, I don't think things were marketed towards them for one thing. No, not um, really. As much. Um, but for, for whatever reason, and I don't really know why, my sister really enjoyed playing um, Time Splitters Future Perfect with me co-op. Mm. So <laughs> we've played through that a lot. Um, and that's a game that will probably be streaming soon on Thursdays from next week, in maybe our joint streams. Yeah, I yeah. believe so. Um, so I, I know that like when we play that, I'll be able to sort of speak along to like half the cutscenes because I used to just play that over and over with her because that was yeah. one of the only games she wanted to play. Um, the other thing was that uh, when we were really quite young, like sort of, I was about eight years old and she was six. Mm-hmm. Um, on our way into school in the morning, we would stop at my friend's house who lived on the way because like my mum had to get to work before she could drop us off or something. So like right. my friend's mum would drop us off. And okay. um, while we were waiting to leave, we would play, the three of us would play Diddy Kong Racing on his <laughs> N64. Because that was a four player split screen actually, which was pretty cool. Right. Um, and I do remember actually, it was a bit mean. Like me and my friend used to m- make her apparently be like the worst player. <laughs> she was the youngest. She was a six year old oh, girl. No. And we would just like force her to select, um, I think it was called Crunch the Crocodile. Right. Um, I've actually since looked at the wiki for Diddy Kong Racing and he has like the highest acceleration or the highest top speed or something. Well, there you go. But he's just like, he's so cumbersome. I think he's got like the worst hand. can't turn. Yeah. So oh, if you man. really know how to like drive with him, I think he's like super quick, but it's just impossible to play. The one other thing that I have memories of, like one of my earliest co-op experiences was playing a game called Tyrion 2000 on okay. PC, um, which was, uh, I think it might have, I think you had to launch it through DOS um, and like type of like a command in to get it working. Right. I don't even know if it was just a demo version or not, but me and my brother would play that. And one of you would, it was a shoot 'em up where you're in spaceships. But it was one of those flat, like scrolling uh, spaceship shoot 'em up things. Right. And one of you would use a keyboard and one of you would use a mouse and, uh, had an amazing soundtrack. Um, so, hmm. yeah, that was a lot of fun. Um, so, yeah, I, I did actually play games with my siblings now and then. We did mostly just fall out with each other. Right. Um, not while playing games together, but, like, that would that would prevent us from playing games together because we would have fallen out for other reasons. But <laughs> on the days where we were getting on, yeah, yeah, we, we had stuff to play. Nice. Yeah. Do yeah, you think you'd ever go back and do that now? Yeah. Like, if there was a way to play them online, do you think you would be able to uh yeah potentially i don't i'm not so into playing co-op games online like i think i would rather if we just had like a dusty old computer setup i would rather just like sit and play Tyrion with my brother at a desk mm. um or equally like play couch co-op with my sister but um yeah like 
I wouldn't be against it, but neither of them. Uh, my brother's got an Xbox and have a PS4, and my sister doesn't have a console at all, so like wouldn't be able to do that. But right, yeah, no, I'd be I'd be up for playing, but uh, oh. it'd probably be, have to be have to be local. I think. I see. Mm. It's time, Peter, for something big, for a huge, huge discussion. There's not a huge amount in the news this week. Mm. Just no, we not could, really. We could have a chat about. The future of games. Oh my god, we do that a lot in our big discussions. We do. Uh, this is this has been submitted by Lloyd. What was it? Narja. Narja. Mm-hmm. The E is silent. Yeah. Well, I mean, they can't see how it's spelled. No. Well, I know there's can't, an E in it, but there is an E in it somewhere where you wouldn't expect, and it's mm. silent. With the recent stinkers from Bethesda and Bioware, as well as the masterpieces from Santa Monica and Naughty Dog. Uh, what publisher do you think will, could go on? <laughs> yeah. Why is it always me reading the ones where I can't help but... Just just read it with confidence. Point out the errors. What publisher do you think will, could go will, on? Will, could go on to define the next gen of consoles. I've got my fingers crossed for Bungie, as I was a big Halo boy. CD Projekt Red are my bet. All the best, and keep up the great work, boikes. Thank you very much, Lloyd. What did Santa Monica make? Uh, that would published. be the God of War. Oh right, the God of War. So yeah, I didn't know who developed that. Yeah, generally speaking, the the future of games is is still going to have a large presence from EA, Ubisoft, Activision, mm. all that, and all their studios underneath. But in terms of studios that stand out, and that at least for me have stood out over the last year, and I think ah. Uh, these guys are really good. Yeah. I want to see what they do next. Um, I think it's fair to say that almost all of the first-party studios, at least under PlayStation, yeah. have produced some incredible things over the last couple of years. You've mm-hmm. got Guerrilla Games with Horizon Zero Horizon. Dawn. Absolutely. You've got Insomniac with Spiders, mm-hmm. Spiders Sp- Spiderman. Uh, yeah. You've got Sony Santa Monica with God of War. Naughty Dogs. Naughty Dogs. It's been actually a while since they released anything, but um, as yeah, two thousand and I want to say seventeen was uh, Uncharted, the uh, the one the Lost Lost Legacy. Legacy. That's the boy, mm. and that was still very good. Ooh, sorry, I'm just pulling on your microphone wire there. It's all right. Nearly yanked it out. Yikes. Um, I've got some other ones written down, but do you have do you have any thoughts? I I think Naughty Dog in particular will continue to just be amazing mm. um, if and when they. You know, certainly next game is presumably Last of Us 2, part 2. Yes. Beyond that, who knows? Um, CD Projekt Red as well. Like, I personally, for some reason, I can't I can't really get into The Witcher. I don't really know what it is because mm. I can see that it's objectively just so well done. Yeah. And I, I can really appreciate, like, the sort of constituent parts. But when you put it all together, for some reason, I don't know if it's, like, partly the the history and like the the previous games and maybe mm-hmm. that puts me off. I know that you don't really need to I'm sure like probably fifty percent of the player base probably I don't. didn't. Yeah, exactly. I mean two and one weren't out on PlayStation, so I only played three. And that doesn't always put me off games, so I don't know why that would be. But for some reason can't really get into it. But certainly I'm excited for um Cyberpunk. Yes. That looks like it's gonna be incredible stuff. It does look very good. Um but yeah, um it's difficult to kind of predict if if anyone's gonna gonna come out, sort of uh, from from not necessarily the front the front bench, if you like, right? If sort of come out of nowhere. Surprises, yeah. I'm not yeah. sure. Well, CD Projekt Red, I think, are a very good bet. Mm-hmm. They're they are made of money, yeah, and um, they've got a very talented team, and they've made some incredible games, yeah. and even the expansions for The Witcher Three were unbelievably good. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm very excited to see what the future holds for them beyond Cyberpunk even because Cyberpunk is is also looking amazing. Yeah. Although there's absolutely no way that that, you know, hour long or half an hour long however long it was tech demo is going to be representative no, of the final I game. So. I don't believe at all. So That's, many coincidences and Yeah, so many perfect things just yeah. lining up. I know it was a tech demo and it's basically a, a vertical slice, but that thing was a movie essentially. Yeah. You you're not going to play it like that. So it's going to be very different and it will be fascinating to see comparisons of what they showed off and what yeah. the final thing is, but I'm still very confident that it'll be still, amazing. Still be good, yeah. Yeah. Very good. Um so I've got written down here see CD Projekt Red, uh, Blue Point Games, mm-hmm. I think, are going to continue to be excellent. And they, of course, are known for their remasters. Yeah. Uh, so they did Shadow of the Colossus last year. Mm. 
completely remade uh, remade from the ground up very well and it was really good and they clearly have a i don't know if they'll develop an original game but yeah. they seem to be remake specialists so while everyone's cashing in on that nostalgia and trying to make as much money from it as possible i think blue yeah. point services will be in higher and higher demand mm. there's a lot of rumors that they're working on remaster or remaking sorry demon souls yeah but there's no concrete evidence of that as yet. Right. That would be amazing to me. That's from Software's first sort of the the granddaddy of the Soulsborne it series. It's, it was the first one. It was a PS3 exclusive. It was niche as hell. Mm -hmm. it didn't really. It was published by three different companies in three different territories. Right. So Sony prom uh, promised it. Sony published it in Japan. I think Sega did it in. America and Bandai Namco in Europe, maybe. Right, okay. So it was just like it was sort of a case of three big boys. Oh, let's but... you're three big boys, but license wise, very complicated. Yeah. So I don't know how realistic a remake actually is, but it was it was still a really good game and mm -hmm. just shows like the promise that the rest of the series had. Yeah. Uh, before they'd really got got running, um, IO Interactive, mm -hmm. they done Hitman. Yeah. The most recent one, so they bought the license from Square Enix. Right. So they're now just making and publishing those themselves. Mm -hmm. And Hitman Season 2, I haven't played it, but no, by I all haven't. accounts, really, really good. They look a lot of fun. Like, yeah. I've played some old Hitman games and really enjoyed them. And Just the sort of creative ways you can... That, that really is like... That does feel a bit like a movie. Like, you can really sort of set some quite elaborate things up and then just sort of watch it go and sort of hope, yeah. oh, I hope this works. You know, I've put that that explosive device there and I'm dressed as this guy, which will allow me to get into, you know, it's like really clever things. But um, yeah, I, I feel like I should catch up on uh, on the latest, latest Hitman stuff. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I want to play it at some point too. I've never really played the Hitman games. I think I tried one of the PS2 games once, mm -hmm. but I sort of lost my patience a bit because I think I wasn't, I wasn't playing them properly. Like a silent assassin. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I think I'd have a lot more fun now. I, I know one of them was on uh, PlayStation Plus a little while ago, mm -hmm. uh, the first season. So I've got that. And yeah. I, I really should play I might stream it, actually. I don't know. Uh, but I'd like to give those a go. And I know that uh, IO Interactive are, are obviously very good. I've also written down here, Rockstar, oh, well, obviously, yeah, are going to continue to be dominant. And, and all of Nintendo's uh, studios... Uh, that that work on all of their first party games mm -hmm. like they they never release a dud do they no yeah. um microsoft wise i don't really know they've acquired uh ninja theory i think they're called mm -hmm. who did hellblade yeah. and also uh they did the ps3 launch game what's it called heavenly sword okay uh, which was also really well liked and uh, microsoft bought them recently strange that they did heavenly sword and hellblade mm Look at that. Mm. 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 I, I hope I'm getting the right company. I think I am. Um, but Heavenly Blade was... I never played that. Heavenly Blade. But it was uh, it was meant to be pretty good. Yeah. It had Andy Serkis in it. Mm -hmm. And he did mocap and stuff. And he was a naughty king. Yeah. And stuff. And then it was just... They just never followed up on it. Never spoke about it again. Hellblade was one of those that kind of did come out of nowhere a little bit, didn't it? And it was like, oh, hang on. This is like, you know... And it's not like AAA budget, but it almost feels like a AAA game. Mm. And uh, you know, it's AAA India, I think, is what they call. Well, it. yeah. And you do, you do hope that, like, you know, we'll we'll see more from them. But equally, that someone else could just appear out of nowhere. I think Horizon as well. People were like fairly surprised that, yeah. like, as a first outing, that was just super impressive stuff. So while I am fairly sure there will be a sequel to that, I'd also like to see what else, what else there is. Oh, and also. Um, Starfield, we've still not seen anything from that, from Bethesda. No. And, no. you know, they, they have done some stinkers recently. They uh, have. Well, they've done one notable stinker. Fallout 4, I didn't really, like, get that excited about. No, that, about. Kind of, that kind of divided people, didn't it, Fallout 4? Yeah, that was, all right, like, fine, great, it's another Fallout game. I don't think the environment helps with Fallout. I know it's, like, part and parcel of the whole thing, but yeah. I find it a bit like, oh... Yeah, here, here I am again. That's why Fallout 76 was kind of promising because it was like colors. Yeah. But then it was worse mm -hmm. in every way. The colors didn't help. Yeah. So um, next Elder Scrolls, they've got a lot to live up to. I know people, yeah. it's quite a, a, a trendy sort of bandwagon-y opinion to have now, which is that CD Projekt Red did an amazing job of fantasy RPG. Yeah. And, you know, you can't just be Bethesda and say, here's an Elder Scrolls game. We know you'll lap it up anymore. Yeah. Because there's actually 
other contenders now in that sort of genre. Doing so, it better. Yeah, you have to be careful. From software, mm-hmm. I think will continue to be a big player as yeah. well. Uh, I think you know they've they've gone from strength to strength to strength with their games. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dark Souls One was reviewed incredibly well and got a really hardcore following. Dark Souls Two was weird yeah. because it was also developed by From Software, but it was basically Bandai Namco saying to them, "We've got money, mm-hmm. make another one." Yeah. And most of the team were working on Bloodborne at the time, including Hidetaka Miyazaki, who's the brains behind it all. Yeah. And so they sort of got this, I assume, some kind of B team. And it feels in so many ways like a fan game. There's mm-hmm. so many weird decisions that don't make sense that weren't in the first one and then weren't in the third one. Yeah. It's just very weird. And sometimes it can be extremely frustrating. It's still fun to play through and it's still good, mm-hmm. but it's not the same as the others. It's right. really bizarre. Then they went and did Bloodborne, and Bloodborne was unbelievable. It's one of the best PlayStation games of all time. Yeah, people it's, do say, yeah. It's incredible. Yeah. And then they went back and did Dark Souls 3, and they took everything they'd learned from Bloodborne mm. and put that into Dark Souls. And it's like, oh my God, this is faster. This is more... This is It's a gorgeous game. Mm. And that was incredible. Sekiro... I'm not a huge fan, but I can appreciate that it's really good, and they've got a huge publisher... Activision behind them. Yeah. So their their stock is just going up and up and up and whatever they do next is going to be enjoyed and followed by a lot of people I think. I just hope it's a sequel to Bloodborne or I yeah. hope that it's, you know, even if they do it themselves, a remake or a remaster of Demon's Souls mm-hmm. or a, even a Dark Souls 4 even though they said they're done with it but then they said that maybe they're not and I don't really know. Maybe they but should I, remake Dark Souls 2 and just like oh sort man, of filter if they, some if of they the... they put Dark Souls 2 into Dark Souls 3's engine, like I'd, I'd go for that. Yeah. Um, for that. You mentioned Insomniac as well. I'd love to see what they do next because you never know what you're going to get with Insomniac. They no. started out, their first game was a, an FPS called, oh, I shouldn't have said the word uh, the word called then because uh, Disruptor, I think it was oh, called. Oh, okay. Um, then they did Spyro um, yeah. and then they were obviously doing Ratchet for a while. Or, um, oh, they did Jack and Daxter. Jack and Daxter, sorry, yeah. And, uh, and then, and then I'm sure there was stuff since then. But then Spider-Man as well. Yeah. You know, so they do their 3D platformers and their, their Spyros and their Jack and Daxters. They've done an FPS. I think they did do an FPS actually. They did another they? FPS and it was awful. Yeah. Like it nearly killed them. There That's was, right. It was a game that looked really colourful and interesting and fun. And then it was that period. Oh, they changed it. It was that period where everyone was like, need to compete with Call of Duty. It's in a list that I'm, that's Fuse. coming up in the next few weeks that it's, I'm doing. It's called Fuse. Yeah. And I played the demo for it. I remember at the time being interested because in something I did Resistance as well, obviously, mm-hmm. uh, which was also a brilliant series. One and three were great. Yeah. Uh, two, I didn't like two so much. But um, yeah, they've, they've done loads. There's Sunset Overdrive, which was an Xbox One exclusive. Oh, yeah. And before that, they did Fuse, which was awful. And then they did a remake of the first Ratchet and Clank game to tie in with the movie. But it was really good Mm -hmm. (laughs) even then. Yeah. And then they did Spider-Man. And you have to imagine they've gone straight on to Spider-Man 2 because of the amount of money that that game made. True. uh, I suppose that is what we'll see from them next. I hadn't really thought of that. Yeah, they're they're a very talented studio. And they're not owned by Sony. No. So they can do what they want. Mm. And, uh, you know... Spider-Man 2 will probably also be exclusive, but whatever they make next could be multi-platform. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So uh, exciting stuff. So there's lots to be excited about, Peter. Mm. I would say lots of very talented studios. The, the big established boys will, will remain there. Oh, yeah. THQ Nordic will, I assume, continue to buy up loads of weird <laughs> licenses and release and games use them. <laughs> that aren't very good and uh, and then do AMAs on weird websites that they shouldn't go anywhere near yeah Uh, i'm still not entirely sure what the fallout of that was i think the owner of the company came out and just said like on behalf of everyone here would like to apologize and stuff has been sorted internally and it won't happen again um in case you missed that you need to go back and listen to one of our older podcasts where we talk about that basically thq nordic did an ama on is it 8chan? I don't it's 8 something. I don't think it's 8chan, is it? Okay, it's like it twice as bad as 4chan yeah. basically and it's all like it's been linked to child pornography and all sorts of awful stuff. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, they did an Ask Me Anything on there, which is just mind-bogglingly stupid. Now, even doing it on 4chan would be a bit... It would on, be really doing? questionable, wouldn't it? Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's there's loads. There's loads of really talented, talented developers uh, that are continuing to, to prove themselves and loads of amazing indie studios as well that we haven't mentioned that mm. released lots of very interesting games over the last couple of years. Yeah. All All to look forward to. 
uh, what what they're doing next. But uh, make sure you let us know what you think about uh, the future of who's going to step up and do really, really good yeah. in, in the comments below or tweet us or however you want to interact with us. Let us know what you thought of all of our talking points this week and all of our questions. And uh, we look forward to reading them and thinking about them. Hmm. Peeper. Yes. How can they find us? You can find us pretty much anywhere at Team Triple Jump. We're mm. YouTube, Team Triple Jump, Twitch, Twitter, Facebook, uh, Patreon, if mm. you want to come and help support the things that you like. Um, you can also support us financially by going to tripleju.merp, which is our website, forward slash shop, shop. Uh, which is where we sell things like the mug that is now on screen on the video version of this podcast. Yes. Um, and uh, 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 the podcast that you're listening to right now is available at play.acast.com forward slash S, S forward slash triple, triple jump. jump. Not team triple jump. No, just... just Triple jump. jump. We didn't set the other. If we'd have set that one up, we would have. I think we would have done it. We yeah. Changed the URL, but it's, it doesn't matter okay. because you can find us on Spotify and iTunes and all those places anyway. Yeah, yeah. We're we're, we're almost everywhere now. People keep mm. thinking of new places for us to be, and we're like, okay, yeah. okay, fine. We'll, we'll, do, we'll do what we can. Uh, and our Discord is bit.ly forward slash Team Triple Jump. I mentioned team the Patreon. Jump. There's all kinds of tiers. Yeah. One of them is that you can enter a an exclusive Discord room just for patrons. Mm -hmm. You can also do a, a voice chat with us that we do monthly. Yes, um, that we will do monthly. That we will continue to do monthly now going forward. Uh, and you can also get Worst Games Ever early. Two yes, days you can. early. Two days early. Yeah. Uh, if you want to follow us on social media, you can do. On Twitter, it's at confused underscore dude and at that Peter Austin. And on Instagram, Peter is also at that Peter Austin, mm. but I could not get my username. So it's at Ben Potter 20, 20. if you want to follow us on there. We do lists. Mm. You got that on the YouTubes. It's every Tuesday and Thursday. Streams every Monday, Tuesday and Thursday. Monday being Peter, Tuesday being me, and Thursday being both of us. Worst Games is fortnightly. Uh, that'll be Friday for patrons, Sunday for everyone else, and next Worst Games will be next week. Mm. The podcast is, of course, every Saturday. And that's the basic gist of what we do on the channel for now. When you say next week, you mean a week on Friday? Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, this releases on Saturday. Yeah. So it'll be the following week. I see. Yeah? yeah. We good? We clear? I thought, no, I, I actually thought there was one due out tomorrow, but there's not. Oh, God, you must. At time you, of recording. Your heart must have just palpitated. No, briefly. I didn't. I just thought, like, oh, it must be, I must have done it. It must be done already. <laughs> and I was like, no, oh, hang on there. No, it's no. not. It's not so, done. So, yeah, yet. no, this, this coming Friday at time of release. Yeah. Yeah. You're there'll, right. There'll be more coming to the channel soon as well. We do, I want to keep reiterating that because we really appreciate your support. Mm. Uh, all of you who support us financially, whether it's uh, subscribing to us on Twitch or watching YouTube without an ad blocker on or buying merchandise or supporting us on Patreon, as all the people did who asked questions on this week's show. Mm. Uh, they did that because those are the only questions we want to hear, quite frankly, is from <laughs> you fine folk who support us monetarily. We want to reassure you and and just say that you know your money is is going towards making this the best it can be. Yeah. Uh, for now, as we've said a few times, you know, talking to the Coltsholic guys and to Adam in particular, who's who's sort of oversees everything and invited us to come in here and do this channel. Um, this is the best foundation that we could possibly have mm -hmm. currently for just the two of us. It's just Peter and I doing yeah. everything. We've mm -hmm. got uh, a couple of freelance uh, writers. We've got a freelance video editor now. But as we go forward and as you continue to support us, we're going to be able to grow that staff and support network to the point where we're going to be able to branch out into new shows and familiar shows familiar and, shows. and th other things like that stuff that we want to be able to do on top of this baseline content mm -hmm. uh, but we hope that you enjoy what we do and we really appreciate your support either way we do yeah absolutely peeps yeah. it's time to go home it is Thank you very much for listening or watching mm. uh, we hope you enjoyed this week's show and as always Thank you for watching and listening. Is that is that the catchphrase? And as, and always, as always, thank, thank you, you for watching, watching and listening. listening. Thanks for listening. It's a good one. Certi what's the what's the phrase from the old Video VHS? Certificates are there to give you the chance to, to make, make the, the right, right choice. choice. Thanks, Thanks for, for listening. listening. And then there's a tick. We both ticked in opposite directions. Well, I did it for the. You did it for the people at home people watching. At home. I did it for me. Right. Okay. I d I'm doing it for me. Yeah. It's about time Ben gets a tick. I want a tick. Okay. Will you tick for me? 
There we go. Oh, I just oh, I ticked wow, the microphone. Just there. smacked your microphone. Thanks for thanks for thanks for listening. And as always, thanks, thanks for, watching for watching and listening. And listening. Thanks for watching and listening. Yeah. Bye. <laughs>